millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 573, The Ratchet. Guess Ooh. it's scary like Guess that. Guess I like that. Yeah. yeah. So let's go around the virtual table. This won't take long. <laughs> virtual bar at this point. Yeah. This is Joe. This is Tom. We're done. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then there were two. So I know. Ke- the, two that, the two that we honestly thought were going to make it to the end anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, come on. Who are we kidding? <laughs> but uh, um, Kevin is uh, is out this week because uh, he had a well, he didn't have a baby, but his wife had he a baby. Yeah, he didn't really do anything. He yeah. just actually, you know what? I got to stick up for Kevin. He he ended up having to do a lot. No, no, I, I I'm busting his balls. But yeah. yes, Kevin has uh, much like when Gwen was born. Kevin has. Uh, taken the reins and stepped up big time as a uh, solo dad. Yeah, so he's been dealing with some stuff. He'll still be editing this, so if he doesn't want anyone to hear it, he can cut it out. But his, but his, <laughs> yeah, right. But his wife <laughs> had some blood pressure issues and had to go back to the hospital. But in this age of COVID uh, nineteen, he's not allowed to go into the hospital. So uh, she had to go in the hospital by herself, and he was uh, at home with a with a newborn infant. Uh, a new newborn, right? Like that's like, yeah, you know. And then he was saying at one point he was uh, they were waiting for some results. Like she was inside the hospital and he had he wasn't allowed in, and he sat in the parking lot of the hospital for four hours with Oof. a newborn. Oof, Oof. yeah. Oof. So, so <laughs> that's I mean, much- yeah. I, I'm giving him some guff, but I yeah would not, I do not envy that position. No, not at all. So. No. Uh, it's like, yeah, I, I got I got stuck raising two kids by myself, but they were at least old enough to like wipe their own butts. <laughs> yeah, right. They weren't solely dependent right. on me. They didn't need to be fed every three hours. <laughs> they, you know. Oh God, that's. I mean, Gwen was the same way. Gwen was in the hospital for man. I felt like two months, and Leanne was in the hospital uh, for about half of that because they yeah. couldn't get her blood pressure right. Oof. Yeah. So like, I'm running. Uh, how old was she? A four-year, a five-year-old to school and uh, trying to get back to the hospital and see every. Oh man, I was so uh, Kevin. More power to you. Buddy. Yeah, 
good times. So yeah. Uh, before we get into the movie proper, uh, we will uh, let's do some shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, uh, leave a review for us and find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers, where uh, for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content and you get to help us out. And oh, wait, I switched plugs i think <laughs> that's we don't yeah, have to pay to find us on facebook hang on that's our you do patreon. not have to, you don't have to do that but so do that on patreon and then on facebook facebook.com slash real spoilers you can like the page <laughs> join the group and uh good conversations over there and uh it, so you can chime in on that week's episode we love to hear people's thoughts um especially as we're winding through some of these older movies both good yeah. and bad uh it's interesting it's also interesting to see how many of these classic movies people haven't actually seen so um you know i will say and this is a lesson i learned when i was younger uh yeah early 20s i would say um is that a lot of these classic movies are classic movies for a reason and i know that sounds dumb but you know i really thought a lot of these classic movies would be eat your vegetable experiences and sure and the, and some of them are to be sure but a lot of them aren't, and like the no. the one this the one that we just did, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, is not an eat your vegetable experience. I mean, there's all sorts of fun movie nerd stuff in there if you want to drill down. But if you just want to watch a slam bang fun movie, it's yep. it is that to the nth degree. And every every buddy cop picture that came after it is modeled on it, and it you know once you see it, you can tell. Yep. Yeah, so it's funny, like, since we've started going back and watching some of these, I, it has kind of reignited uh, my desire to watch those movies again. Right. So I actually just watched The Great Escape. Like, I yeah. went back and rewatched that, and I was like, yeah, dude, this is fantastic. Like, what? Yeah. That was just <laughs> you know, on like, sale on Vudu for, like, six bucks. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. It's. I mean, it's like, it's... I, I can't... There's some issues with... There's some problems, but, I mean... It's it's still so much. You get to see cool Steve McQueen, like yeah. the whole you know, and he's funny. Just right. the whole that whole genre of film. I it's one of those things where I definitely watch them all, but I don't really revisit them. Right. And after watching Butch and Sundance, the not the right other one, the the good one, right? Uh, the real. I'm one. like, oh yeah, I want to go back and rewatch these. So like, that's what I've been doing because I was on quarantine again, again. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Uh, so my wife tested positive again. <laughs> the uh, and like they just they, I don't they don't think it ran it this the the virus ran its course. Yikes. So I was in I was in quarantine for another 14 days. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah. oh, my word. So it's just like, oh, what can I I'm out of stuff to do. I know I'll just watch movies. That's all I can do. I just, yeah. Before who, I go completely insane. Who would have thought that when people embarked on the 365 movie I challenge know. that they were lowballing it? Yeah, right. You ain't lying. So I mean, uh, if, unless you're Spath and you somehow watch 500 movies in a, in a year. Yeah, he's crazy. Some of the movies, <laughs> some of the movies he posts, I was like, why would you watch? Why would you rewatch Police Academy 7? He watched them all. Yeah. Like, all of them. And we were like, so, okay, so what we do is we have, like, a group uh, of guys, and we have, like, a dice, a die, and each of us pick a number, and every Thursday since the self-quarantine started, we do, like, a Netflix party. Okay. And one guy picks a movie on Netflix, and there's, like, a tab. You can download it on Chrome. There's, like, a chat that goes alongside the movie. You just talk to your people. 
Okay. So, and there was at one when he said he was watching that, I was like, you realize he's going to make us watch these, right? Like there's going to come a point where he's going to make us watch the stupid police Academy movies. And then we realized we had to take his name off the dice. Like we, we, we couldn't <laughs> risk it. So uh, but he's picked some weird, like we've all, I picked like Nighthawks and something else. And he, he, you know, he's picked, Brian's bath stuff. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so uh, back to shameless plugs. Also, uh, you can become a League of Show Sharer by sharing an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode this week. Glenn Cougar Mellencamp, Ralph Tribble, so good. Julianne Jordan, Chris Sanders, Susan Carlson, Tammy Sherman Powers, Brent Smith, Travis Tewitt, Chris Magic Man, Gabriel Lugo, Chris Williams, and Lane Levanway. We only had one episode this week. We still owe you part two of uh, Butch Casting the Sundance Kid. Hopefully by the time... I guess by virtue of definition, by the time you're hearing this, that one should yes. have already dropped. So, uh, yes. so you know, hopefully we'll we'll get some more engagement on that one. I I love going back and watching these kind of like like I, we just been calling the misbegotten sequels. These things Hollywood thought they were gonna have a handle on and then not. Right. I, I, those those sorts of things fascinate me. So and it's 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 fun to go back and be like, oh, they. They thought they had something, didn't they? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, there's all that. Uh, I guess uh, we can dig into the movie proper. Uh, the movie this well, week well, is The Wretched. Before we do that, I, there was something I posted on the League of Show Shares that yeah. I wanted your opinion on. Oh, was the the Alamo Draft House seems to be starting their own uh, streaming service? Okay. So, do, where I guess you can you can you can pay to rent. Uh, like stuff that the the draft house would show. Do you th- like? That's an interesting concept. So we we talk about things going day and day to digital. I think Scooby or Scoob is coming out this week, right? Uh, to own. Is that the next step for theaters? Is maybe maybe we go to a digital platform where you can rent. Um, you know, AMC introduces like a digital platform where you can rent Black Widow for twenty bucks. Well, and then I, I think I can't. Maybe I talked about this. I was on uh, Max uh, Foise's show, Max on Movies. Oh, nice. And, and maybe I talked about it there. But you know, I was like, I I think some of these. I think you know, AMC like should have a streaming platform, and like maybe that's that's the answer. You know, and I and I do think that was behind. You know, why Fandango acquired Vudu, right? Like, yeah, I think yeah. that. You know, if you're getting a fee on every ticket, movie tickets sold, and nobody's buying movie tickets, and they've got, and Fandango has their own streaming platform, but I don't think it ever got any traction. And I don't so, think it did either, though. No. And so, I think Vudu is probably number three in terms of streaming platforms. I, I'm assuming it goes Apple Podcasts, and then Amazon Prime, and then Vudu. Um, yeah. And so that was a good way for them to step up and 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 be a player. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, I, I just found it. I found it interesting. I was wondering if maybe not. I mean, Marcus seems to be, to be a little bit behind the times on everything. Like I don't know how yeah. that happens, but they just can't seem to catch up. Well, I think uh, they're a regional chain, and I think it's harder to oh, operate I guess like true. that at a regional level than it is with AMC, a national chain. So, um, so the streaming platforms idea is is a solid one, but it's really only solid if you're a national chain. I, I don't know that it's. You, that you're going to find some of these more regional or more boutique theaters being able to get away with that. And I think the only reason Alamo Drafthouse can is because they're really at this point acting like more of a curator, like, you know, yeah. like you trust their taste. And so they're saying, here are three movies that we think work well together. And and so you're you're going down that rabbit hole because you trust their taste. Or these are Jordan Peele has picked these six movies. Right. 
Yeah. You if you like, you know, whatever. Tw- yeah, I just wanted to hear what you thought about that. I thought yeah. it was a very interesting idea going forward in a post-COVID world, which Lord knows when that's going to be. Yeah, like I uh, I would love to be post-COVID. <laughs> I would love you and me both. Yeah. So <laughs> I am uh, done with COVID. So, so yes, the going re- forward. So the wretched is uh was intended for theaters and and uh and instead went straight to VOD. And it's from IFC Midnight. Yeah. And I think that um, I think this is interesting. And and I think this could be a harbinger of things to come or harbinger, depending on how you Ooh. cover your pronunciation. Hey, now. Uh, um, in that. So Scoob. So Trolls World Tour was 1999 to rent only. Yes. Right. Yes. And then Scoob is. Was nineteen ninety nine to rent, twenty four ninety nine to own. Okay, so I ponied up to five bucks so I could own it. Why Espe- not? Especially because you, you know? get a three dollar credit if you pre buy it. I Who'd fi- you buy it through Voodoo? I bought it through Voodoo because I have all. My, that's okay. where pretty much all my movies live. And so, sure. um, so honestly, at that point, I'm paying two dollars extra to own it. So that seems dumb not to. And right. uh, um, but this one. Do you get early access to it? You do not. Or is it day and date? It's it's day and date like everybody else. But okay. Um, but uh, but the wretched was not available for purchase; only available for rental. But it was seven ninety nine to rent. Uh huh. And I thought, uh, I th- I think that could be a real game changer for movies too, because you know the way the movie theater business has been structured, and I think it was about twenty years ago. Mark Cuban was like. I'm looking for ways to reinvent movie theaters. What should I do? And I like he was looking for suggestions, so I emailed a suggestion. Nobody ever took nobody ever replied. <laughs> but but I was like Mark, Mark, billionaire Mark Cuban didn't listen to I know. To you. But he asked, you know. And I was like <laughs> no, I get it. And I was like, movies are the only only film the are movies are the only business where every product is the same price. Right? True. And yeah. so it doesn't matter if you're seeing a movie that costs $200 million to make or $2 million to make, your ticket price is identical. And I was like, you need to introduce the the concept of price scaling to movies. Like tiered, like tiered right. prices? Like if a movie costs $10 million to, to produce, why do I have to pay $12 to go see it the same as I do for Avengers? That's I think that's a very smart point, and I think that would be a good way to to differentiate yourself. Like if somebody's going to the movie theaters and it's like, oh, I could go see Avengers and it's fifteen dollars, but here's this little PG thirteen horror movie and it's and it's eight bucks. You might get yeah. a lot of people that'll be like, you know what? Let's go see the eight dollar movie. And Why and not? Uh, and so I found it interesting that this model. Like they they didn't go with the nineteen ninety nine like the other two major releases they went with a lower price point and uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that serves them and uh, but um but anyway so yeah this was intended for theaters and I did did get released theatrically at a few drive ins that are still open but uh, <laughs> okay but for the most part it's a, it's a straight to to VOD release so where did you see this did it just pop up on your feed and you just gave it a look no um it was uh I. As a movie critic and a member of the St. Louis Film Critics Association, they they send us like here are new releases, and this was one. And so, uh, and I'm like, well, this is a reputable studio. It's not just some 
little tiny tiny thing and yeah and uh and and then i watched a trailer and it looked solid and i know we were we were looking for a new release and so i just thought like oh okay we'll give this a shot and so they they sent me a screen a screening link and i watched it and uh spoiler alert i i liked it i <laughs> i i was pl- i didn't like usually if i get a recommendation from tom it's an old timey movie <laughs> you know like it's oh have you watched this no okay well here's this go check this out okay so when I get a, a a message saying to check out this movie from 2020, and it's a like, horror well, movie, and it's a horror movie on top of it, yeah, I was like, well, this is all right. This is a MST3K kind of thing. Like that's yeah. what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> and I thought it was not. really. I do too. Like, and I know some of the reviews have been middling, and and I'm just like, and honestly, I'm like, for a a PG thirteen, I'm pretty sure it was PG thirteen. Uh, for a PG thirteen horror movie, like we sit through a lot of really really lousy pg-13 horror movies yeah and i'm like i mean this this was better than you know fantasy island massively better yeah and so i like i was pleasantly surprised and i i think before we dig in if you haven't seen the movie first off yeah uh it was a solid movie especially with a, a rental at a lower price point like you're not into it for 20 bucks you're not into it for much more than than a than a regular rental you know Right. Um, so we would definitely suggest you go see it. But I will also say this movie has some twists and turns and some spoilers. And I think we should g- give that away at the beginning. Yes. Um, just so we can talk about it. So we don't basically talk through the movie and then have to go back and re-talk through the movie. Once right. you know the, the, the twists. But um, but so like if you haven't seen the movie and you think you might want to and we think that you should. Yeah. Um, I'd hit pause and then come back after you've seen the movie. Um, because I, I do think this is one of those like if we tell you the end of Bloodshot, like <laughs> nobody's gonna care. <laughs> we did not ruin anything for you. We did not That's lessen true. your enjoyment of that movie. This but kind of I, hinges on the spoiler, right? So I yeah. I think if we would be ruining this movie for you, yeah. So uh, we're gonna so, give you a, a three second pause, yes, and then we're gonna get into it. Yeah, one, two, three. So he uh, has okay. a brother the whole time. Right. So like the whole time he like he's you know, which I, I you know, I gotta say, like I you know, I did not see coming. Like they I, were slick I with it. They were like I they, especially I think because I didn't know going in that this was a movie that might operate at that level. I just thought it yeah. was a standard creature feature. And so some of it is because I had low expectations. I wasn't thinking that they were gonna be that clever about the whole thing. And so when they did and I was just like and and there were some things looking like in the moment that I was like, well, that's a little odd, but I just kind of uh, chalked it up to bad to, filmmaking. To, that's what I did. Filmmaking? I was like, bad filmmaking, yeah, totally. bad writing, bad cuts, bad edits. Yeah, and uh, and so we'll start uh, coming up in the film uh, when I was watching it with with uh, with my kids, my stepdaughter, she's thirteen, almost figured it out about mm. twenty minutes in. She oh like, no. She she stumbled into a major tell, but didn't connect the dots. But a major tell, and when we get there, I'll I'll let you okay. know because it was very subtle, but but well done. And and so anyway, let's start with the movie. I, so I will say the second spoiler is what I thought it was going to be. Totally, like this. Yeah. The, the 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 stinger for the movie was just like that standard horror movie. Of BS course, and, yeah, and and. And and that's fine. Like I don't even mean to rip on the movie. I'm just saying. But like, there's nothing like ground. You know, groundbreaking maybe is a little too <laughs> too much. Maybe that phrase is a little too strong. But there's uh, 
But there's nothing like necessarily mind blowing about that ending. That's pretty no. standard. But uh, but the other one I, th- I thought was a really solid head fake. Yeah. So the movie opens up with our our young uh, teenage actor who is on the bus and riding. Um, we're not really sure where he's going yet, but he's he's a little forlorn. Well, I guess you know. In all honesty, it doesn't. There's that opening scene that takes place in the eighties. Oh, that's right. There's the yeah. twenty five years, thirty six years ago, or whatever. That is horrifying. Right. It's really where, well done. Where it's yeah. like a babysitter and yeah, she goes to that empty house and, yeah. and nobody's there, and then she goes into the basement. And this is kind of like a classic horror movie trope. She goes into the basement and she sees some weird female eating a eating a child. Like creature, like eat yeah, eating a child, and right. then she, the, she finds the, a picture with the family of the family with the guy, the husband's face crossed out, and then right. she leaves, goes to run up the stairs. He's at the top of the stairs and closes the door on it, her. Very, and, very zombie like. Yes, and then we then we flash forward to our main character, uh, and just to give his, I mean, his background. It sounds like he uh, got into some drugs, uh, and initially you think it's just. His mom couldn't deal with him anymore, and he shipped him. Right. The mom and dad are separated, uh, and the mom ships him off to the dad to this kind of like sleepy uh, dock town to maybe get clean or to get like a, you know, just to get it together. Just a break. Yeah. Just a break, exactly. I think I may know what Sydney picked up on because I also picked up on it. And what was it? The, when they stopped caring about the baby. So this no, baby, what? this baby goes missing, and yeah. nobody's like it, this baby's a. So basically, the the son and father live across like this. They have property, and there's a house across the way, and it's a young family, right? Where it's a a young boy and a baby and a mom and a dad, and the mom's kind of like a hip. It's a it's a role reversal where the mom's yeah. kind of like the the hipster, uh, punk chick who hunts, and the dad's uh-huh. kind of like the crunchy dad. Yeah, where he's like, do we, you know. So they have this baby, and then all of a sudden the baby goes missing. I mean, and nobody they kill a baby care. in this movie. You never see it happen, but that's what right. happens. Yeah, and nobody mentions the baby. Yeah, and and I will say sometimes <laughs> when you're seeing a smaller movie like this, part of how it can sneak up on you is you just you 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 kind of you kind of start with the premise that you're seeing a not very good movie. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I just thought, like, did they just forget (laughs) that they had had given? Because I've seen movies where they do that, where they just kind of forget that there's another character there. Right. And... And uh, and so I just thought maybe that's what's going on. But no, what what Sydney picked up on is there's a scene later where they're eating dinner. Uh Uh-huh. And doing, uh, doing, um, like, checkers? Well, the, the... the the kid with the broken arm, the main kid, he's yeah. eating dinner and like, and uh, and him and the dad are eating dinner, and then where he where the the dad's girlfriend walks in, oh. and he says something crappy about her, yeah, and and like and as and there are four plates on the table, ah, and she and and I think part of the reason she noticed the plates is because we have those <laughs> exact same plates, sure, like the, sure. Those, I mean, it's a it's a Corel dish from from the seventies. Okay, and it's my mom bought them, and when she passed away, like I I like those plates, and so I took them, and we still eat on them to this day. I They're just like, had this conversation with my mom yesterday about like plates that my sister stole. Yeah, and uh, and 
they're like 45 years old, but they really hold up clearly. Sure. And uh, and so when every once in a while they'll pop up in a movie, and uh, and so normally a sign of someone being like poor or lower middle class because they're so old that they're <laughs> at this point it's either set in the 70s or it's someone in the present day that clearly got their plates like secondhand or yeah middle. right right but uh and so whenever i see him i'm like hey that's that, that those are our dishes and so <laughs> she was like why are there four plates on the table and so i had to sit there and bite my tongue yeah <laughs> <laughs> just keep watching so yes. so yeah so the kid we don't really get an idea of what's going on with this kid until uh the uh, pool scene and we'll get to that yeah. uh, and so he's just trying to like he's not happy about being there there's kind of some tension between him and the dad but there's also this other family that's across the way that doesn't sit right so there's another boy the the young boy of that family uh, who is getting like um, like sur- not surfing but like boating lessons from yeah they work at like character. a marina yeah, yeah, right. The dad kind of runs the marina of this town. Um, and they start to develop, like, this relationship with the, the our main character and this boy. And it's kind of it's like, like, like a brother relationship. And he kind of says, he's like, look, he had seen some weird stuff or had heard some weird stuff over at this house to begin with. Um, and he's like, if you see anything weird, you come get me. And the guy was like, a kid was like, okay. Uh, so as our movies progress, we kind of find out the mom of this other family has been possessed and the, the possession is she, this witch, I guess. And there's a lot of other, like there's a lot of fright night in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of like rear window in this movie. Yeah. And, Um, and I think character design wise, the creature itself uh, felt very uh, Bernie writes into me. Oh, good call. Yeah. Very, yeah, you're right. It does kind of have that when you see in the darkness and things like that. Yeah, it, it does kind of have that look. And I will say they had some great, um, not even jump scares, but focus scares. Yeah, I don't really know how else to describe it other than like you don't see it initially, and then it kind of like pulls the Michael Myers where the lights, the, the lights kind of come up, and you can see the outline. Like there's that scene where the kids looking under the porch, but the the creatures like sitting on the other side of the porch. Right. Like perched on the porch. I was like, that was a good, that was a good little, you know, kind of like sinister. Sinister was really good about, uh, not sinister, whatever other one James Wan did. No, it is. doesn't matter. City insidious. insidious. Yes. Like yeah. insidious because it, I, that, I was very late to those cause I'm not a horror movie guy. So and those good. first two, for those, especially those first two. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I did not expect them because to be, it all happens in the daytime. Like that's that's the kicker. Yeah, and I did not expect, especially the second one. I did not expect that to be as smart as it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the that's the guy at Blumhouse now. Yeah, that's the Invisible Man guy. That's what that is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so the the mom gets possessed, and the kid realizes it, and he knows that something is wrong with his mother. Uh, there's a whole scene where. The the mom goes like the the camera on the baby has been moved, so she goes in to check on the baby, and she pulls the you know like the cover back, and it's just like a thing of branches, yeah. and she gets pulled under the bed, and of course she comes out all gnarly and gross, and that's our first one like that. Right. <laughs> we are off to the races at this point. First one that we know of. First one that we know of. Yes. 
and the kid kind of like gets into our main character's house and uh, these, these are the scenes that kind of start to, when you get to the end and they start piecing it together, you're like, Oh dang it. Like that's, that's really smart. Yeah. Um, just in the thing. So the, the kids in the house and of course the mom who is now completely possessed and dressing completely different. Like before she's wearing like black skin tight jeans and boots and a leather jacket and like a torn up band t-shirt and her hair is kind of up in a ponytail. Now she's dressing like a proper Southern lady. Yeah. She's, or she's got like a sundress. Yeah, it's and like all a bright. It's all red flowing sundresses. And yeah, <laughs> her makeup is done like in tradition, like, you know, 1950s makeup rather than kind of rocker chick makeup. Um, so she comes to the screen door and she starts saying like little boy and you're, you're so bad. So initially you just think she's being creepy. Yeah. You know, but then as, are you talking about when the, when the kid, I think his name was Dylan is hiding out in, in the main character's house. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's like at the door and she's saying little boy, you know, she's kind of, you think she's just being condescending and just being mean. But we find out that she's actually talking to the little brother. Yeah. Which is the big, the, the big, you know, everything we see where um, everything we've seen up until this point, it's only been Dylan or it's only been the main what? character. We didn't know right. that there was a brother. Yeah, because part of what this this creature does is it makes you forget that you have these family members. Right. And so, you know, unbeknownst to him, it's already started to to have this effect on him and so yeah. he has this little brother even in the in the, like the opening scene on the bus there you know the the lady on the bus comments on the artwork on his cast and right and but she was she and then you and you find out what she's really and at the time you see it and you think she's just a weird old lady because the artwork's yeah. pretty lame and then you realize right. that she's actually saying it to like a five-year-old who's drawing and she's just being nice to a little kid and uh yeah. and so like yeah there's there's lots of it's you know it's kind of a sixth sense sort of a of a thing where they we, definitely pull from a lot of that stuff yeah, yeah. totally uh so the kid, our main character, kind of just goes about his, you know, his normal life. Uh, he's working at the marina. He kind of has a run-in with, like, the cool guys who are... Because. And he doesn't, like, you know, he doesn't he doesn't back off of them, but he isn't also, like, super confrontational. Right. So they, they at least give this character um, a little backbone rather than have him just be, like, the emo kid. Yeah, the total, like, you know nerd guy who doesn't you know right. just sits there right. and who, who becomes the hero at the end like right. he's already got parts of that personality already and he's got the girl uh, at the marina that he's you know maybe into <laughs> i'm pretty sure he's into well like, by the uh, end I mean, but he does not treat her very well <laughs> he does not no he does make a couple uh missteps along the way um so yeah so they're you know, they're, they're doing a really good job of building these characters and building this world but at the same time making sure you know that this other mom at the the other the the rocker chick is crazy yeah and and not like you know she has some funny little quirks but like she's in the shower and uh her back is like gnarly scarred black scars from like her her the top of her butt to like halfway up her back yeah and when her body's kind of starting to fall apart like there's yeah there's there's a lot of like different things it draws on like it's you know like you said it's got some it's got some hitchcock it's got some fright night it's got 
some jump scares, good creature work. It's even and it's got some 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 body mod horror kind of stuff yeah. going on where like, you know, her skin's like kind of like loose fitting on her body and she's pulling she, out she's her wearing teeth. A, she's wearing an egger suit. Yeah. And uh <laughs> um so yeah, like it it does a lot of a lot of different little things that kind of add up into uh, a a nice little a nice little movie. It's weird yeah. to call this a nice little movie, but you know. uh, but but I mean, like this is to me, this is where um, not big budget horror should live, right? Like it's it's the sets aren't massive, everything is fairly practical for the most part. Yeah, you know, like this is this is the back in the eighties. That was the VHS era, right? And there was stuff that just like, look, we can't put this in theaters. It's just not, <laughs> it's not, not, not that it's too, but it's just, it's just not viable in theaters. And it found a life on VHS. And I feel like this is the new way. And IFC midnight. Um, I think they've put out some pretty good stuff, but like the digital distribution of small budget horror this is where you find new people. This yeah. is where you find the new people for horror. Yeah, I would know? not be surprised to see these guys. It's the Piper brothers. I would not be yeah. surprised to see them go on to be something, whether it's film directors or working in the world of Netflix and and Hulu stuff like that. But like, well, look at the look at the Radio Silence guys. Yeah, you know, like those guys are do we're doing shorts for VHS, and now uh, they're doing the Scream reboot. You know, they did Ready or Not and the Scream reboot. Yeah, or the screen, the next Scream. Like that's that's crazy. And, and, and I that's would the say way it should be. If I saw this at the movie theaters, I would not feel like that should have been on VOD. I I I would have, you know, like like I said, after sitting through stuff like Fantasy Island and yeah, and, and a lot of it I don't even remember because it's so mediocre. But right or La Yorna, you know what I mean? This oh is, yeah, sure. I, like I, you know, this is way better than any of that stuff. Easily, way better, easily, and the problem the problem with something like this though is you put it up there with. Uh, you know, you release it against Black Widow. Sure. And it, it's gone. Yeah. You'll never see it. So this, the, these movies live and breathe on word of mouth. Right. And it's, I hope that this one gets a little bit, and I think that it will. I mean, I haven't seen, usually I listen to a couple of horror podcasts and everybody's kind of in the same boat that we are. Right. <laughs> Where we're just like, what are we going to watch this week? I don't know. Uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. All right. That seems fair. <laughs> Uh, and usually they are all pretty good about talking about smaller stuff. And I haven't heard this one get talked about yet. Right. But, you know, who knows? Um, yeah. So uh, they they take they, they take the, the young Dylan. They take this kid back to the to his house. And the mom is like not pleased that our main character basically lied. Uh, and it's starts to become apparent that there is a lot of tension between the dad and the son. Like you're not really sure why the mom and dad have splitting up, but they have. And the dad's got a new, a new gal at the Marina. Uh, and we find out that our main character had some drug problems and that's yeah, why I he can't, is here. I can't really get a vibe on if he had drug problems or if he just had a brush with drugs. Cause he says how he broke his arm is breaking into a house to steal some Vicodin. I guess that could be an indication of a much greater addiction. But That was my thought process. But because the the kid doesn't seem like he's jonesing for drugs and he makes no effort to get drugs in the movie, I just And kinda, they do seem readily available. Yeah, I just kinda took it as like it was a dumb kid moment that that just really kind of exploded and backfired on him. 
And maybe the mom was like, go go hang out with your dad. Yeah, because like, like, maybe, maybe your dad can get you, you know. Yeah, because nothing else about him said junkie, you know. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, He's kind of a dumbass. But, yeah, I, I mean. mean what, what kid isn't at that age? Totally, especially the way he, he keeps screwing over Mallory. Oh, God. Yeah, so Mallory. <laughs> the girl the, he should clearly be with the, from the marina. Yeah. Not the not the cool chick who decided to take his body. It was just very weird. So they, um, they're supposed to go to the, have dinner. So they the kid, our main character, sees uh, yeah. the dad make out with this girl, and he kind of calls her, calls the dad out, and says, "Let's just do dinner together." And they agree to dinner, but at the same time, uh, Mallory kind of invites him to go hang out. And what would any sixty? Would you rather hang out with your dad and his new girlfriend, or go? maybe hang out with this chick that you're kind of into at a party when you're 16 to 17 <laughs> years old. I'm going to the party. Like I, you know, you're selfish and that's what this yeah, kid absolutely. was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So he goes and he has a, you know, he runs into the cool guys again and that doesn't go very well, but he does get some one-on-one time with Mallory and that's where we get the reveal that he bo- broke his arm jumping out of a window after trying to steal some Vicodin. Uh, and we kind of get her backstory a little bit. And then he makes the bonehead move. At first, I thought this was a dream. Like, I thought I didn't. It didn't feel <laughs> right. Just right. because he went along with it so quickly. But I was like, man, he's drunk. I guess that's possible. He's drunk and, and uh, what Dan Savage refers to as wishful thinking. Like <laughs> yeah, wishful that's thinking. exactly but, right. But with your <laughs> like, he's like, oh, yeah. cool. This hot popular chick. Wants to go skinny dipping with me. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Yes. Oh, everybody sees my wiener. Yes. And then I get called <laughs> shrimp. Like, that seems terror. This is the worst yeah. thing that could possibly happen. And, of course, at the same time. Turtle. Um, tur- yeah, yeah. Women know about shrinkage, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the same time, Mallory sees this. You know, he kind of was going to make out with Mallory, pulls a super bad and throws up, like, right next to her. Um, and after she kind of, I guess, cleans up the mess, he goes and tries to throw his throw his wiener on the popular girl and that doesn't go well so he and to his credit like he does yeah it was all just a ploy to embarrass him by yes by the popular kids and then of course mallory sees that and then now she's upset because she thought that they had a moment and then she turns around and he's trying to get you know on the right on the popular chick (laughs) right bad move so Poor he form. he real he gets yeah right yeah right <laughs> uh he gets home and of course he's drunk and this is um this to me was an indication that there may have been some substance problems is just his immediate reaction to his dad and uh the girlfriend right like there's just an immediate rage that exists like and maybe that's from the dad leaving oh no but no, we don't know right the movie um does not go into that at all. So things he tries to make up with Mallory where he gives her like a backpack full of uh the good kind of starburst, no yellows cuz okay, gross. I got to I got to bring up the starburst thing. Yeah. She well, they're on the they're on the dock when they're meeting for the first time and and she oh she's like, "Oh, I've got candy." And she shows him starburst. Mm-hmm. And he calls them Skittles. I thought he said at least they're not Skittles. Oh, is that what he said? I think like he's comparing them to Skittles, or he oh. says that Skittles are better. 
Okay, because I was just like Skittles. So that's not, those aren't Skittles. <laughs> what part of the country are you from? <laughs> I, maybe he kind of sw- different shapes. I, I guess he swallows the line a little bit because honestly, everyone in the house watching the movie thought he called them Skittles too, and we were just like, "What? What is happening?" <laughs> is no, this, I think he's coming. Is he's, this a clue? He's comparing the- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh so yeah, so he starts to make amends and. Uh, he's just kind of working, almost working the program, sort of. And then uh, they realize that Dylan, the next day, Dylan does not show up for the the, the boat lesson. So he goes to the guy's house and he kind of says, hey, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so. I'm, I'm looking for Dylan. The guy's like, the dad's like, who are you talking about? What what kid? I don't have kids. Yeah. And this is where uh we get a lot of fright night like this is this is right out of fright night totally where the the our main character has to like break into the house and look around and the girlfriend is even involved at some point like if you've never seen fright night go do that it's fantastic um so that he finds he goes into the cellar and then finds like the uh basically like the altar that has yeah. like the it's, you know, very, it's got the pictures and it's, it's very got, hereditary. <laughs> very hereditary, yes. Uh pictures of like the different families, and he realizes that he's already she's already targeting Mallory and her sister. Uh so she, you know, he calls Mallory and says, Where's Lucy? And of course Mallory's like, Who are you talking about? Lily. Lily, Lily. Um and this is it's interesting because this is the first like where they're making our main character the bad guy he's not the bad guy but they're setting him up and he's got enough problems coming here that they start to not believe him yeah he's starting to look crazy and then with with his drug background they're just starting to to dismiss it as like oh he's he's back on the junk right so he races to the playground uh he gets there just in time Uh, he had i guess we should say that he had thrown like what i assume was chum into the cool kids boat uh, it was as like a it was just net. a trash can he just had a trash can that he flipped over and dumped in there is that what it was yeah. i thought i thought one of the sea seamen <laughs> uh like threw chum in the trash can oh there might have been i mean it's a marina okay. so there i'm sure there was all sorts of gross stuff in there yeah yeah so then he gets into a fight there and sarah the girlfriend is watching from a distance and sees him get into this fight uh and our he looks up and he sees the the punk rock mom walking with lucy lily lily is the girl lily into the woods uh so this kid kind of sprints up and he takes off and he sees uh he hears lily crying and he jumps you know he sees this tree and he reaches down into this like open cave kind of tries to pull her out can't do it and then uh the the cops like he loses lily basically and nobody knows this is the part that I don't like. When does Sarah get possessed? I think um, so. Sarah, the the dad's girlfriend. Um, yes, I think she was possessed the whole time. So you okay? I think that uh, I think for the film's purposes, she's patient zero. Oh, you know, and that and that that this is where it started. Okay, I think okay. or restarted because obviously it happened thirty five years ago. But um, sure. But uh, but I. I th- I think that's what's going on, but then I think the the ending of the movie makes you think that maybe she was not. Right, that's kind of yeah. my thought process is that it, she wasn't, or she and she got possessed 
somehow because the the rocker chick's mom body had just kind of given up. Right. Like there was, but I they, also they, think they, it's, she, it's, she burned through it. And I also think it's it you know, I mean it's a virus. Uh and so I you know, I I don't even know if there is a a, a kind of a a main villain or if it's just something that transfers from victim to victim, you know. That's oh yeah. And they don't really say how it happens. They yeah. just you just kind of roll with it, which yeah, is fine. Like I'm a little, fine with that. Little vague on the rules, but but uh, <laughs> yeah. but that's, that's okay. That's the thing. They they do stick to their rules for the when the rules that we are given, they stick to them. Yeah, totally. Like I do, I find the the kids' obsession with salt, like salting things. I'm like, that's a supernatural thing. Like that's something they do in supernatural. Like ah, salt wards off all kinds of stuff, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> like he uses it as a weapon like he you know so well and i also i i took it as like she you know the the creature is plant-based and you know salt would oh would damage that yeah that's way smarter than what i thought yeah i don't i, I mean it could ha- also have a <laughs> mystical component but i just took it as like because it's plant-based the salt you know salt is like the last thing you want to want to put on something that's true did you speaking of that? Did you watch any of the Swamp Thing TV show? No, I did not. It is very similar to this. Like just in the 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 trees and things like like stuff coming out of people. Yeah. Like it's a it's a very it's a very good. It's a shame it only got one season. Thanks a lot North Carolina. <laughs> um so yeah, so the kid comes home and the dad's like, you know, what the hell's going on? And the the cops show up uh and they're just going to they're going to because obviously they So that's the thing is does everybody forget about this kid or is it just the family members that forget about her? I, you know, I think that's where they get a little vague, but I, uh-huh. I, I guess I almost have to assume everybody does. Okay. Or, or that makes, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the kid, he's in the, he's in the, the kitchen with Sarah and Sarah makes a comment where she's like, I really like this house. And the kid, you know, the, the kid's like, oh, What? And he turns around, and of course, this is where we get the reveal. Is it her? I think it's her eyes. Her eyes are kind of wonky. Yeah, and then you start Sarah to, is now the witch, and you start to see the flowers on the on the windowsill wilting. Right, right, right. And so the kid attacks. Like they kind of have, and he cuts her, and of course, uh, with a knife. And uh, the like the cops are there, so right. They just they see this kid attacking this woman, you know, his dad's girlfriend, and of course, what do they do? Uh, they arrest him, right? Which makes complete sense. Totally. Uh, and now we get an idea of how far the witch's reach goes. Where the cop that is uh, driving our kid to the station seems to also be under her power. Yeah. Uh, which they, I guess they kind of say that with the husbands, like the husbands of um, everybody are kind of turned into like zombie-like people. And this is the first time we see somebody who's not a father, like, fall under her power, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, everybody else is, like, he go. you know, the the dad, both dads that we've seen so far, uh, Sarah tries, the Sarah witch tries to, um, like, get our main character's dad to not leave. Yeah, all of a sudden she's, like, coming on to him, like, stay here and drink this wine with me and, like, trying to have sex with him. And he's just like, my son's in jail. Like, I have <laughs> yeah, to. I got to go. Yeah. Like, what's uh, wrong and this with is, you? And the kid, while he's leaving, he's screaming at the dad. He's like, check the cellar. Check the cellar. Check the cellar. 
So as the, as the dad is driving, he's driving away and he realizes, you know what? Like he was really adamant about that. Maybe I'll go check the cellar. Goes down to the cellar. There's nothing there. But as he's down there, he just happens to see uh, zombie dad walking into what I assume is just like a garage. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to remember and what this, he was. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was like a, it was a how, I mean, that that's what I thought it was like, or an extension on that. Either way, he walks in, walks up the stairs, and this is where we find uh, the giant hereditary-like altar. Right. That has all these pictures, and this is where the, the dad realizes that the kid was right. Um, so we flash back to the cop car. The, the cop is not driving to the station like originally planned. He gets out. He's going to kill this kid. But I guess he has a moment of consciousness. Yeah, like yeah, like where he he's like he struggling. breaks free of the the yeah. control, and he shoots himself in the face. Like there's some there's some good body horror, good practical body horror. Yeah, in there movie. is. Yeah, especially for what has to be a low budget film, and has to be. And you know, it's it's also kind of Jaws like in that you don't really see the creature all that much, or when you do, you don't see the full creature. You see. Like just the legs, or just a part of her has turned. Right. Like it's you know they have to like they have to imply a lot, um, and uh, but you never feel like uh like you're getting short shifted. It just it or short shifted. It just it uh <laughs> it it's just it's 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 handled well. Like like I said, I was I was really overall impressed with 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 this movie way more than I yeah, thought I was going to. That's you know I was I was flipping through. Uh, Prime, <clears throat> and I was, and I'm reading the description. I'm like, Tom, watch this movie. <laughs> All right, I'm like, let's just keep rolling. Uh, so yeah, the it kid is not normally back. my jam. That is true. No, it's not. Yeah, like that's, and I'm, I'm impressed with you. Like that's, that's a, it was a not a, a Tom O'Keefe original, and I did not expect it to be <laughs> as good as it was. Uh, so the kid races back to the house. Massive fight. Uh, they set one of the houses on fire. This is where uh, the our main character grabs a picture and realize like this is when all everything starts flooding back. He grabs a picture, and the picture actually I think he I think it burns. And while the the picture that almost you know the Back to the Future picture right where right. It's all the faces are scratched out, uh, when that picture burns, all of his memories of his brother come rushing back. So all of the weird interactions that we thought were just like, well, that was dumb or that was weird, make complete sense. So we see the the mom or the old lady on the bus talking to who we thought was the main character, uh, but he's, she's actually talking to the little brother, right? Or the dad, the, the dad and the son playing um, Connect Four, but when you think it's just the one, but it turns out it's both kids. There's just all these different scenes that we had seen, where now we realize there's a boy involved, right? It's very well well done. Like it was very. It was well very well done. I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah, they get you know this is the the probably the the best part of the the best special effect of the movie is Sarah is the Sarah skin starts to get taken apart where the this witch creature starts to like come out of the skin and I was I thought I was like this is really gross but really well done. You know, like it's to to see it in real yeah, time no, as I would much agree. as they can, where it's like crawling out of the stomach, and uh, we get a good look at what this thing is. Um, 
she races back into the woods. The, you think our main characters are going to get away, and then they realize we have to. This is where I'm sorry. This is where he realizes he's got a brother in the car with the dad. So he races back, uh, and they go back into the Madison and our main character go back into the woods. They go into this. They they kind of Looney Tunes it, or they kind of like onward it, where they tie a rope to the main character's like stomach. Yeah, <laughs> and then he has to like crawl through the muck. There's a massive fight inside the this cave type type thing. They rescue the brother. They rescue uh, Lily. Lily, you got it. Lily, not not Lucy. <laughs> Correct. And we think it's over. Right, like the kids going back to the somehow the the dad and the mom get back together. Well, I you know I, I thought it was know. weird in the in the big fight with with Sarah. Like the dad shows up and like right when they're about to lose, the dad show, comes driving through the woods and saves the day. And I've, I was always yeah. like, I was like, how did the dad know where they were? I couldn't. That's quite, a great question. That, that's like yeah. my <laughs> one kind of thing with the movie. I'm like, how did the dad know where to come save them at? But uh, I think at this point you <laughs> just, just kind of roll with it. But but yeah, so yeah. like, you know, like they they defeat her and and people are remembering the little brother again and and all seems right with the world. And then yeah. the so mom the, and dad aren't back going... together because the the she comes down and they're driving back together. But he even says when he's saying goodbye to Mallory at the at the dock, he's like, oh, they're she's like, oh, are they getting back together? And he's like, no, they're just driving Doing back. To, thing. Yeah, like but. And then he he and then he kisses Mallory at the dock. He finally. This is the this is the like up until the very end, I thought that it was really smart. Like the very end is what it is. But you keep waiting for the sign, right? So you're waiting for the top to fall, right? You're, you know, there's flowers everywhere. Yeah. So they're they're dro- they're trying to make you look at the flowers, which they did. Like I'm constantly I'm expecting the flowers to start wilting, whether it's uh, <coughs> Mallory or our main character. I'm just like, okay, somebody's possessed, but they never do. Yeah. So Mallory's picking flowers and she picks a flower and puts it in her hair. Uh, and then she gives it to him. Gives it to him. Yeah. And he's in the car riding and he kind of takes it out of his hair and he's like, oh, that's so cute. And then he smells it and he has a moment and I was like, aha. <laughs> and he, and he pull, it's a plastic flower. So right. of course it's not going to die. Uh, and then the last scene of the movie is Mallory. She's on a boat full of children, and she just, and that's kind of how it ends. Yeah, and she's and, got like the blank blank face. Yeah, but yeah, so it's a perfect spot for this witch to be in. Yeah, uh, is a you know a an instructor. I dug yeah, it. Yeah, I I dug it. I'm with you. I I watched it a couple days ago, and it got to the end. I was like, God damn it! Like that was. It was really good. Yeah, I I agree. Like I I I th- like I said, I really enjoyed this. I thought f- for what it was, I I don't I don't know what more you could want from a movie like this. I I thought that it it really it sticks the landing twice, and uh and and yeah, like I said, if if you like these sorts of movies, you're going to like this movie a lot. Is my guess. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it's it's PG thirteen, right? So. It's geared, not really geared. To, I guess it is kind of geared to a younger audience, but this is a good little gateway movie. Yeah. You know, to to, to kind of wet, you know, to see if you're going to be into horror film. But yeah, I think this was good. Good pick considering we have nothing else to see. 
yeah, like I said, I, I I really enjoyed this movie. I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. So uh, so hats off to the to the Piper brothers. Yeah, well done. I think that's what they're called. Let me make sure I'm getting their name right. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is. Yeah. God damn it! It's the Pierce brothers. Ah! Yeah, it's because uh, the girl that plays Mallory, her name is Piper. Her oh, okay. real name is okay. Piper. That's why. We'll allow it. That's, yeah. that's fair. That's where I screwed up. But the Pierce brothers, uh, the Pierce brothers, they they did a they did a they did a solid job. Especially, like I said, I know that there couldn't have been much more, more than a couple million dollars on this budget. So hats they off. got every penny of it. They did. It's all on the screen. Yeah. That's for sure. It was so. really good. Well, uh, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, we'll go around the table, sort of. We'll go back and <laughs> forth, and you can say where to find you. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and of course our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and uh, you help out. We appreciate it. So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, uh, we will tackle the Netflix extravaganza extraction until then you've been warned this is an extraction so who the players biggest drug lord in india versus biggest drug lord in bangladesh (laughs) some mythic shit huh it's a kidnapping drug lord's son clock's running at 16 hours proof of life as of six hours ago Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.